Welcome to another episode of the Word of God by M. After five introductory episodes, the time has come to share with you the purpose of this podcast. There is no doubt that every human being at some point in his or her life has questions of a spiritual nature, either because circumstances push us to question our spiritual life, or simply because as we grow and mature, we begin to wonder whether our life is meaningful in any way. In this search for the meaning of life, we often realized that the happiness and satisfaction that we yearn for is increasingly fleeting. Sometimes, We might find ourselves immersing ourselves in sports, hobbies, work, or perhaps school. But somehow, we always end up in that constant, constant struggle to fill a void that we can't quite explain. In my case, when I was 36 years old, I understood that I needed something more, and at that moment, I had the opportunity to get closer to God. As an atheist, God was an unknown subject to me. However, in the midst of the myriad of situations that I was going through at that time, like a second marriage in permanent conflict, job dissatisfaction, and a terrible motorcycle accident, I felt convinced that I needed help and that it, I would only find said help in the arms of Jesus. The change in life was very drastic the moment I turned to Christianity. And in search of that spiritual satisfaction, I must admit that I abandoned all healthy skepticism and critical thinking, assuming as absolute truths everything that was preached to me. As the years passed, and without really noticing it, I gave up control of my life and stopped making important decisions for myself. Despite being a professional in my field of study, in favor of a lifestyle that in some way made me feel safe. This situation caused profound changes to occur at the family level, such as enrolling my daughter in a different school, implementing limitations in terms of the content of movies, TV shows, and music we consumed and severe other subtle, important lifestyle changes. On a personal level, I can say that at times these changes satisfied my ego, making me feel special about not being a worldly believer. As the years passed and I grew closer and closer to the church, and the leader of the church, the more pride grew 
and the more I enjoyed the place I held in the congregation. At the end of the day, that need that I had for belonging and acceptance was being met. However, an absolute surrender into the lifestyle we were strongly encouraged to adopt was always impossible for me. I kept listening to certain forbidden music, if I may call it. I enjoyed and disagreeing with several doctrinal positions. However, in order to maintain my place with the church, there were many times when I chose to go with the flow and remain silent. And for this, I alone am responsible. The restrictions imposed on my daughter caused her to grow up in a constant struggle against the regime that did not allow her to go to the movies, listen to secular music, and many times subject her to underserved punishments. However, when she was in her late teens, an incident occurred at her school which was founded by the church. We attended with a teacher who was under the pastor's protection. This teacher humiliated my daughter publicly, and that day marked a before and after regarding my perception of the church to which we belonged. That day, I did not care about the position of the pastor or the school principal, and much less that of the teacher who for years had been cruel to my daughter using the phrase, my love, to disguise their insults and frustrations. That day, I used all my professional capacity as a lawyer to defend my daughter, and in the end, very positive things resulted from that decision. My daughter was left with no doubt that I love her with all my heart, and I could see things clearly for the first time in a while. From then on, I decided to end my absolute obedience to the church. Time continued to pass, and I began to become an outcast within the church, to the extent of coming to the point where I practically had my own little church where I conducted Bible studies and prayer meetings, but all the while maintaining a cordial relationship with the pastor of the church. To make a long story short, a few years ago, the whole church imploded due to an issue with the said pastor. And although I am not going to go into details, I can definitely tell you that this whole life-changing event made me evaluate my current situation at the time. I reached several conclusions. Number one, there is no doubt the biblical concept of church can be distorted and can become a cult, even when those who lead it do not perceive it that way. Number two, I learned principles from the Bible 
that have been invaluable in my life. Number three, I made great friends. Some of them decided to end our friendship. Some of them remain. But I cannot ignore that I really, really made great friends. Number four, I sacrificed my children's well-being in many areas. But above all, I must admit that my life changed forever. And now, having the opportunity to see everything in retrospective, I can tell you that there is something that no one can question. And that is that from being an atheist to being a believer, the price to pay was high. But God, in His infinite love, has been teaching me how to have a healthy relationship with Him, understanding that at the end of the day, I am the only one who is responsible for nurturing and growing it. I have also learned that in my list of priorities, my family comes right after God, and that the church as an organization comes only after my family. I have created this podcast, The Word of God by M, as a way to help believers and non-believers to get closer to God and to be able to have access to the Bible and to appreciate it as a treasure from where God's advice for our lives springs, and also as a way to allow yourself to enjoy the freedom that God gives you in Him to live your life without having to worry about your spirituality being judged if you decide to enjoy a concert, a movie, a Broadway show, or any other activity that you would like to attend. Looking back, I only have gratitude towards God. I have nothing to complain about, although I do have a lot of things to fix. However, looking forward, I am aware that there is much to change and relearn. For example, understanding that God asked us to serve, not to be served. As God's worker, we must let go of appearances and pride. We must be ready to literally wash the feet of others and not expect others to serve us because we believe that we are worthy of a special attention. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 14 says, In the same, same way, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. It is one thing to live off the gospel, and the other is to exploit the gospel. We must be attentive to the intentions of those who preach the gospel. When the economic interest becomes a priority, it is time to evaluate whether or not we should remain part of a church. The Word of God by M is the result of many tears, of many smiles, but above all, of the desire to teach you the love of God 
with all your to love God with all your heart. Mark chapter 12 verse 30 says, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. There is no commandment greater than this." If you are listening to this podcast, it is probably because you are hoping that your life will change for the better, that it will be fulfilling, and above all, that it will be filled with joy. In order to achieve this, let God work in your life and never allow anyone to take God's place in your heart. All of us, who in one way or another serve God, are simply human beings who have decided to fulfill the commandment of Mark chapter 16, verse 15. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. But at the end of the day, we are all vulnerable and subject to passions which, if left unchecked, will hinder our service to the ministry of Christ. Take your Bible. Read it. Close the door of your room and pray. And you will see that the time you spend alone with Christ will result in great rewards from, for your life. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 reads, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. I want to finish up by telling you that this post podcast is a place where you can send your questions and queries, either about the Bible or about any subject in which you think you need help from a spiritual point of view. Feel free to send us your emails to the word of God by m at gmail.com. Please reach out to me and let me know your thoughts and also feel free to email me with any suggestions. In our next episode, we will dive into the topic of marriage and raising children. Thank you so much for your time, and we will see each other next week.